Charismatic, outrageous, edgy, hilarious. Radio for the mentally challenged. Chronic talk from the panic room. Look, up in the sky. Smoking, drinking, interrupting. Magic Matt Allen. This is Outlaw Radio. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, we played that. Uh, <coughs> that's COVID. That's got to be COVID. Played that uh, brand new John Rich song a few minutes ago. And uh, it's called The Man, an anthem honoring veterans. Too many of our young people think freedom is inherited and not earned. That comes from John Rich. And man, are you correct, my good sir. Um, I'll tell you what, this man is a patriot. And especially to release, release this song on Veterans Day, uh, it's just unabashedly patriotic and gorgeous. Talking about the greatest generation of World War II service members. And I guess he the video, which is worth you. So I'm talking about something solemn, and I got sex going. I know. I was wondering what. Who the hell is producing this show? Yeah, yeah. See, this wouldn't happen if Tattoo Dave were here, but I'm having to produce, and so I just I'll hit any button. Come on, Dave, grow up. (laughs) Get over here. Yeah, get out of that hospital. What the hell? Some people will do anything not to work with me. Uh, But I understand that this the video, which is worth watching, this John Rich. The man uh, was shot in a VFW, and and a couple of the guys from World War II are still around. Man, you know they got to be really, really old. Yeah. But but some of them lied about their age to get in at fifteen, sixteen years old. And God bless you. What was that, Billy Dilly? My dad. Said so he, he was... insists on being on the the wrong microphone, even hey. though I told him which microphone to, to be. All right. On. My dad went in at 15. Hold on. Am I being disrespectful to a vet? So I no. take it back, especially on this special day. No, you're not. No, yes, He needs a little slap in the face once in a while. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. A little that, attention there, son. By the way, that's my brother, Mart, saying that to a vet, a man, a Marine. So your dad lied about his age to get it. Was he a World War II guy? Yes. No kidding. And he, his grandpa was World War One. Holy. Or his, yeah, his grandpa. Holy cow, man. And you didn't lie to get in to No, the I went in when I got out of high school. Yeah. I graduated and went. And what was the impetus of that? Was that your father's idea? Well, I had three other brothers in the Marine Corps, and right. my dog got enlisted in the Marine Corps, so hey. Yeah, God bless it you. It was a family thing. God bless you and your family. I mean, beautiful patriots. God love America. Yeah. Their, their dog was even a, a Marine. Yes, Chesty Puller Dilly. Chesty Puller. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, he yeah. was in a parade and everything. <laughs> he died in a parade. And he I had died in the parade. Oh, jeez. Pick him up and carry him away from the parade and uh, bury him. Uh, the Marine Corps shows up at the house and says, we want to bury your dog. Wow. And my mom, I was taking a shower. I got out of the shower. I got to the front door, and mom's talking to the Marine Corps in their dress blues. And she says, you son of a bitches, you can get out of here. Wow. Because I've already buried my dog, and he died for you. Oh, whoa, whoa. She was pissed. So oh. mom was a little off kilter. Wow. Right? <laughs> Mommy, calm yeah, down, mom, dude. Yeah, down girl. She almost got <laughs> ran over. Well, you, Coming across the street when we called her yeah. from the house well, and told her the dog is dead. Well, You know females are emotional, and uh, moms mm. are no exception to that rule. You've had four of my sons and my husband and my dog. 
And he died for you. Son of a gun. It seems like uh, Billy is, re- <laughs> is reliving this experience. And I, I don't want you to go through this. It's a little P- PTSD. <laughs> I, don't, I don't collect no money for it. Uh, Come on. What? All right. Billy Dilly, hard, <laughs> and a hard-working son of a gun. Yes. Who, uh, who uh, in, in his, what do you call that thing that he rides around uh, Los Angeles? Well, he calls a it a mobility scooter. scooter. Okay, he, so it's a mm. mobility scooter, but you you fly a Trump flag on that damn thing. That is taking your life in your own hands. Yeah, it, they haven't you know? run over me, and I'm in the bike lane. Yeah, but you know the the day is young, my friend. I, I mean, I I appreciate I appreciate your stick tootiveness because you know he's the he's the only nutbag that can pull us out of this mess that we're in. The only one. Yeah, and I'm not saying the guy is completely uh, not off kilter, but I'll tell you what: when it comes to negotiation and when it comes to making those other countries fear us, he is the man. He knows how. So, uh, well, I'll veer off here for a second. Uh, Mark C.G. Boyer and I attended a little event, and I I told my brother Mark that I wasn't about to uh, tell him what event we were attending until this day. And here, this will be the hint. I'll throw you this hat. You can uh, you can see this on YouTube <laughs> or on Rumble.com. But here's the hat. That's yours. Okay. And this is the event, my friends. Does that uh, give it away? Does the Bigfoot on the hat give it away? No. Okay. Press guru, uh, a longtime friend, Ed Losey, of the documentary Mission Peace. Uh, this oh, is, oh, now I know. <laughs> this is... Uh, what the hell? Yes. This is, uh, this is all about us finding a common ground and not being left, not being right, but uh, being... What, what do they call it, Mark? Um, insanity. What do they call it, Mark? Um, um, okay. I, sorry. You know, I, I got to tell you something. I thought I could depend on Mark. He's no, the, no, he, He's the only non-drinker at this bar at this 1876. So you see, even uh, though our brain cells are killed by every friggin' minute by copious amounts of booze, it's Mark C.G. Boyer that suffers from, you talk about insanity. Um, um, it's uh, mediocrity. No, that's no. not. It's uh, middle ground. It's uh, here's the thing. I I don't believe there is a middle ground, and I wish we could all get along. But I think you're on the right or on the left. But I I did have an epiphany, uh, epiphany, and uh, and that is that this the writer, director, producer of this documentary, Mission Peace, Gregory T. Simmons, who I think is a little wacky. You know, a little off kilter, but my epiphany was this. I woke up this this morning realizing that this man is sincere. I think this Gregory T. Simmons is sincere, and he really does want everyone to get along. And, of course, he preaches peace, but how do we have peace? We have to have a strong military, and no one is specific in the documentary on how we achieve such peace. No, there's really very little on how we do it. <laughs> yeah, there's very, yeah, it's just everyone sort of, even though he says it's not a kumbaya moment. So where was this it, event at, man? 7-11? Uh, no, no. no. London Hotel. Beautiful London Hotel in Beverly Hills. Wow. And the canopies were gorgeous, not to mention the appetizers were off the hook. I'm a huge fan of uh, spicy 
tuna. Oh, they had that on on a rice cake. I, I would have put up with a Bigfoot for that. Man. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. and by the way, they had the mascot, uh, yes. uh, Bigfoot. I've uh, seen him in the videos. No, yeah, tra- he, tracing awesome. around and uh, and still no really ex- no explanation as to nope. why Bigfoot is the mascot. Except Gregory T. Simmons said that he saw it at an airport or a pub or. And then he and he bought uh, a, a Bigfoot head, and and then it became the mascot. I'm not saying that Gregory T. Simmons is completely sane, but what I am saying is that I appreciate his sincerity. I do believe the man is sincere, and I'm on his side. I think we're all on his side. We want peace. Do we, we want not? To, you know, you know that it's moderate. So, that's, so that's Mar- even though I think it was Mark who, uh, you know, as we're watching this thing and they're preaching peace in this uh, documentary, uh, I think it's Mark that whispered over to me. He said, I, I want a piece of ass. So, you know, and I thought that was rude. That was rude. Yeah. At least Mark got to eat, right? No. Oh, yes, yes. No. And, Popcorn. And we got to hang with uh, Barry Goldwater Jr., who, uh, you know, he seems much, he seems much saner in person than he does in the dock. If you watch the dock, you sort of get the impression that that these are a bunch of folks from a padded cell that they released. Yeah. And I, and I don't think it does it credit to their mission of peace on earth, goodwill to men and women and shems. Oh, wait a minute. What? I said Mark got to eat. No, because it was sushi. He's not going to oh, eat Oh, no, no, no. He didn't, no. Yeah, he didn't eat anything. What a fag, dude. I, I say that in, well, in, in a way we'll, we'll, we'll get to that comment. You're not, you're, not, you're not saying that as homosexual. No, I'm just saying just a goofball yeah, for yeah. not liking it. It's fish, bro. Yeah, well, no, but he doesn't, he, he'll, I, I, as I understand it, boy, this is how well I know Mark. And, <laughs> and this is not, this is not a credit to me, but I know he'll eat salmon. Right, he does. He'll eat my salmon. He loves fish and chips, but he can't, but he can't stand tartar sauce. By the way, last Sunday, Mark, I, I made some homemade fish and chips. Yeah, in the deep fresh, fryer here. Fresh, fresh Alaskan cod. That the I got. best that must have been ever. fabulous. Oh, the best ever. We, we yeah. thought of you. Yeah. As we ate two pounds of that, mm-hmm. we thought of you. Well, you have some in the fridge, fresh cod. Oh, you found it for the it's yes. same price. Sale? Yeah, yes, I got uh, five ninety nine a pound. Slabs that's in the butter dish. Excellent. I you paid five ninety nine a pound for some. Yeah, for yeah. for some awesome. damn reason, Alaskan cod. Alaskan cod is, and they're not advertising it. No, they're not. But for they're some not. reason, Alaskan cod. See, I could talk to my uh, buddy on the fishing boat out there in the uh, the Barren Sea. Uh-huh. <laughs> the barometric C, <laughs> and I could I could talk to him about this because he would have the answer to why cod is now plentiful and not ridiculously priced. And by the way, it's very very it's white flaky. Oh, it's gorgeous! Good cod. It's gorgeous. I love anything fried, but a good a fish and chip made with uh, cod is is delectable. So at this event at at the highfalutin London uh, Hotel in Beverly Hills. Uh, ran into a gal by the name of Sybil Danning. Now, does that does that yes. ring a bell? Yes. Sybil Danning. <clears throat> how would you, hey, Mark C. G. Boyer? Oh, I. Oh, God, I'm going to regret going to you on this. But how would you describe Sybil Danning to those who don't know this uh, this beauty, this bombshell? She was in the '60s and '70s, sex pot bombshell. She was uh, in all of the sex exploitation girl girl movies right uh she was gorgeous she still is gorgeous yeah yeah she is and she's in her and, 70s now yeah and uh and still How do you know the name 
Yeah, still hot as hell. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we really didn't talk politics because I'm thinking that most of the people at the party, especially in this neck of the woods, not, not that Beverly Hill, Beverly Hills, believe it or not, believe it or jam it, uh, Beverly Hills is more conservative than it is liberal. And that has happened over the last, eh, say, 15 years or so. Um, but the folks who were invited to this party are from all parts of Los Angeles, so you never know. But Civil Danning, I we were talking about the Burt Reynolds movie that I was in, and I said, you can never take that away uh, from me. And she looked at me like, uh, maybe she wasn't a fan of Burt. <laughs> I, I don't know. Huh. Maybe, maybe Burt hit on her. And by the way, why not? I mean, Sybil Danning, hot as hell, man. They were close. But I mentioned that, that, and then and and then we talked about a Spaghetti Western that uh, our friend of this, this outlaw radio show, Leif Garrett, was in God's Gun with Lee Van Cleef, not knowing when Sybil said, I played his mom in that movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yes. So I watched it. So that night, you know, late at night after the big old party, and copious amounts of wine because uh, that was on tap that night. And I behaved myself, though. Did I not, Mark? Yes, you did. Uh, I did. Okay, then I'm wondering why Sybil Danning won't return my phone call. I just wonder if I gave her some some skewed sort of odd look or something. Well, well she gave you a John aside when you said something about Burt Reynolds, so maybe that was it. Nah, nah, we, we, I, we, we left Friends, and she wanted to do the show, and she said, yeah, I played her. My-. So I watched this movie. Oh, my God, no one hotter than Sybil Danning back in the day, and continues to be. Uh, gorgeous oh, as hell. Oh, her hair was impeccable. Yeah. Just exactly what she'd remember. Yes, right. And sexy as hell in her in her 70s. This God's Gun, I sent you this, Mark. You didn't yes. watch it? No, I have not watched I it. Called, oh. I called Leif about a month ago, and yeah. he did not return my call. Did, something either. else, did you ask him? Did you ask him about his cold sore? <laughs> I didn't get that for Maybe that's why he doesn't return my call. When, <laughs> Leif, when Leif Garrett was over here, uh, <laughs> our former producer, Lori Downey Jr., was a huge fan of Leif Garrett growing up and had a poster of Leif in her bedroom. So did my ex. All the girls, well, man. He was a heartthrob. And then Lori, Lori sees him with a, a big-ass cold sore on his lip. Some and, kind of herpes-looking Oh, thing. and that just screwed it for her for the rest of her life. But, and I love Leif. I mean, he's he's a good dude. Oh, I do too, man. But, you know, he was good in this little movie, God's Gun. A- anything with Lee Van Cleef, I don't care how campy nah. or B-movie-esque it is. Lee Van Cleef is just the badass yeah he, he really he really was and then and i said yeah i'd like you to be on the show and then it finally realized that she was on the show about 18 years ago because i'm talking to her husband this big That's... old this big old german dude who i really loved a lot and he said oh are you the show from the mm. bar from and she said you mean the shack Yes, from the shack, from the 1876. That's why she's not returning for Virginia City, Nevada. No, he explained that night, she cracked, leaving the bar after drinking tons of bourbon and smoking cigars. She's abroad, man. This simple dancing is abroad. She crashed the car. Oh, boy. She oh crashed his car. And, and yes, and so yeah, he said, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can allow her to be there. I said, you drive. I said, you drive this time. And then there's more about this story when we return. Mark Mark has a little insight, believe it or not, next on Outlaw Radio. So you're listening to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio.